0: There's a Gemara in Baba Basra that says a very strange thing. Tells a story. Rabbi Noah. Noah was a great man and he was assigned to a job in Eretz Yisrael, in the time of the Gemara to find caves of ancient caves of biblical times to make sure we know where all the famous biblical people are buried so that they can uh, mark it off uh, on the ground so Kohani wouldn't go there and <clears throat> and people would know where those places are. he used to go and make measurements of the caves where these great people were buried. And he would go into the cave and measure the inside of the cave. And then the outside, in this way, he would be able to indicate where people should not go if they're Kohanim, and if people did walk there, that they have to purify themselves before going uh, to the temple. When he came to the cave of Avram, the Mooraz he found Eliezer, the servant of Avram, that was standing in front of the door. That means he went into the cave, he went all the way in until he got to the place, the chamber, where Avram and Sarah are buried, And he saw Eliezer standing there. Eliezer, the servant of Avram. He was standing by the door, watching the door. So Rabbi Noah said to him, "Um, What is Avram doing now? The fact that there is a watchman in front of the door means that it's not a good time to come in. He wanted to measure the cave inside. And uh, so uh, Eliezer said to him, You want to know what Avram is doing? Well, he's sleeping between the arms of Sarah, and she's shaking his head, his hair. He's cleaning out his hair. So, uh, Rebbe said to Eliezer, Can you tell Avraham Avinu that Benoah is standing here by the door, and he'd like to come in to measure, simply to measure the cave, so then he could go outside and mark off the area where Avram and Sarah are buried. So Eliezer went inside, and Avram said to Eliezer, Tell him he can come in. And the fact that I'm in a position which is a little bit more private I mean, Avram being in the arms of Sarah, which is usually in Halacha in Jewish law, it says husband and wife should not display in public uh, gestures of affection. But one of the places we learn is from this Gemara, because Avram had to explain to Eliezer that uh, Benoah can come in even though they're in a position which is a little bit private and intimate, and uh, because he knows, Benoah knows that there's no Yitzhahar in the other world, in Olam Habo, and therefore this, this will not, doesn't constitute anything private or personal, it's, it has other meaning. And Benoah went inside, he measured, and he went out. And the tells us how he went to other Mauritians, etc. Now, um, <clears throat> it says here that Avron was sleeping in between the arms of Sarah, and Sarah was checking his head. And in you know, Allah, there's a whole discussion uh, what constitutes a display of affection between husband and wife that shouldn't be done in, displayed in public, whether checking a husband's head for lice is considered uh, something that a husband and wife should do only in a private place or is that considered um, a benign act that can be done even in public and they're all trying to understand that the taz all in Shekhanaruch in Ebena discussing whether Avraham who made this special remark that in essence the fact that he's lying between the arms of sorrow. Um, would would pre- would present the situation which no one should come in but because there's no Yitzhah then everybody knows that this is completely benign it has nothing to do with with the relationship and um, maybe it's because she checked this here or is it because a whole discussion but Chesidus tries to understand the deeper meaning of the story what does it mean Avraham was sleeping and what does it mean that he was between the arms of Sarah, and what does it mean that Sarah was checking his head? Now, <clears throat> the whole avedah of Avram and Sarah, and I mentioned this last week from the Shloah Kaddish, Avram and Sarah represent completely separate avedahs. They they are a team together, but as a team, they represent different aspects of avedahs Hashem. Avram, as we know, was chesed, love, a, an inclusive person, a person who included, was inclusive of everyone. Even Yishmol Hashem, please, can't you include Yishmol as well? Even though Yishmol is less than perfect, can't we include him as well? Let him live before you. He treated um, Arabs who worshipped the dust of their feet like equals. He invited them and he treated them like they were his most honored guests. Avraham Avinu is the idea of chesed, inclusion, trying to turn the whole world into a place which is worthy of Hashem's grace. Sara is the opposite. She is more discriminating. Sara is what's called in Hasidus Malchus. Malchus, the ksvira, the trait of kingship, is in Kabbalah a trait which... Um, wallows in a lower world which, where discrimination is extremely important between good and bad. You don't want evil to walk all over you. You have to be very, very judicious and discriminating. And that's what Sora's mission was. That's why when Yishmael and Yitzchak were playing and Sora didn't like the way Yishmael was treating Yitzhak, she said, she demanded of uh, Avraham Avinu, drive out, hug her and her son, I don't want her to be together with Yitzchak. It says, Avram felt terrible, he didn't want to do it, went against his nature, and Hashem said, listen to her, she knows what she is doing. Sarah had a sense of discrimination, sorting out good from bad. Now the whole part of Chayyeh is the life of Sarah. The whole parsha is called Chayyeh because the entire parish is about the legacy of Sarah, starting from Avraham Avinu buying the land from Ephron, making sure that the land with that level of sanctity, or the mechava, were there, and and the future place for uh, Avram and Sarah, Yisraq and Rivka, that this place has no um, should not be in the hands of Ephron, Ephron who is an idol worshiper, a pagan. Now I've made sure that there's nothing, no strings attached. And that's why he wanted to pay Abba Meir Shekel Kesef, 400 Shekel Kesef. he wanted to make sure he pays well. As the Friedrich Rebbe once said, when he uh, asked the Rebbe to pay in France, the Friedrich Rebbe stayed in France in a hotel, and he accidentally broke a lamp. And he sent a letter to the Rebbe, who was then in France, this is in the 1930s, um, he says, please go to the hotel and pay. Pay for the lamp that I broke. And he says in the in the letter, daf When you when you get something from Esav, you pay him well because you don't want anything to stay in his hands. You want it to be completely redeemed in part of you. We don't want we want evil to have any stake. That's why it says We want that if the if evil is vying for control of any part of the meal, we say here take the ma'imechaynim. That's yours. But get away. Right? Whatever is ours, whatever we consumed and internalized, ingested inside of us, wanted to be completely pure and holy. The idea of discrimination, the good from bad, not allowing evil to latch on. This is the idea of Yitzhak. In, uh, and and when, when Avram looked for a wife for Yitzhak, he made sure it has to be only a specific girl. And when Eliezer suggested his own daughter, even though Eliezer was a great man, and as the Mepharshim say, Raj Bam says here actually in Baba Basra, Eliezer is one of the great tzaddikim, the ninth tzaddikim it says in Pirkei de Eliezer that never died, and one of them is Eliezer. In some places it says Eliezer is one of the few tzaddikim that never sinned. Nevertheless Avram says, no, you come from Canaan, Canaan is Orur and Orur and Baruch cannot uh, you know, those who are cursed and those who are blessed cannot mix. So you see Avram suddenly act in a Completely atypical way, Avram was this inclusive guy. Is now discriminating and saying not everybody can marry my son. And then later on with Hagar, the same thing. When he t- takes Hagar back, and she has a few more children, Avram gives them gifts. And then it says he sent them away from Yitzchak. They should live in a separate place. Avram and Sarah represent these two. Avram is this Chesed. He's on a sublime level, and he's not in touch with the world the way Sarah is. (inaudible) Malchus, Sarah means sar, Sarah means a king, a leader. Sarah is in touch with the real world. Sarah understands how difficult and dangerous things can be if you allow evil and good to mix together. So she's extremely uh, uh, discriminating. And she makes sure that evil and, and good stay separate. <clears throat> Avram is asleep. What means he's asleep? He's uh, in a higher up. He's is is uh, connected to Hashem. He's in a sublime world, and doesn't doesn't is not as sensitive to the issues that sorry is sensitive to. The issues of good and evil not being latched on together. So that's the meaning of. Avram needed Sarah. He needed Sarah. Avram's legacy was an important legacy, but he couldn't do it himself. He needed Sarah to help him actualize Avram's legacy in a place where there are the dangers where evil can possibly gain power from the legacy of Avram. And Sarah was the one who made sure that evil and good do not mix. And this is the idea of hair. The hair is the source of very, very minimal amount of life. According to Kabbalah, Saira's hair is how evil is created. Evil gets its sustenance from a very concentrated and and a tiny glimmer, glimmer of light of God that allows the creation of evil. Because there's so little uh, exhibition of divine light, even evil can can be sustained by this by this level of, of of energy. That's called hair. Like hair has very little life because you can cut the hair without feeling pain. When it says that she calmed out his hair, that means she tried to take the legacy of Avram and apply it to a world where there are the dangers of good and evil both benefiting from Avram's kindness and chesed and making sure that the flow of Avram's uh, uh, energy, Avram's light, reaches only a good place, not an evil place. That's like combing out the hair. And the arms of Sarah are the Chesed and Gevura, as we know from Kabbalah, Pasach Eliyahu, that droi yamina, Chesed, droi Yemina, kindness is the right arm, Gevura awe and judgment is the left arm? In other words, Avram's legacy had to be filtered through the midas of Sara and only through Sara Ymeino could he effectively transform the lowly world. This is like we said earlier in last week's uh, discussions that when Av Sarai was taken by Parin in Mitzrayim, it was a um, it was part of Avram and Sara's Aveda to go even to the lowliest place. And elevate the sparks, the gifts that Sarah got from Parai. But Avram couldn't do it only through Sarah.